Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the returning episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast with your host, Wilson. We're returning back here for another episode. It's not that we're still kicking it. And with me, it's a recurring guest, the one and only Gringo Music. Let's go. Hello, everybody. How's it going, what's up, man? Brother? How's it going? Everything has been fantastic, to say the least. How's everything been with you? So a lot has changed um, since last time we spoke. And I was asking, like, when, when was the last time that we spoke? Bro, it was probably, I mean, we speak on, we've spoken on, like, Instagram and stuff like that back and forth. Right. But I would say the last time we sat down for a podcast, that was, like, a year and a half, almost two years ago. Jesus. Damn. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a minute, bro. It's been a minute. Yeah, I'm being thinking about it. I was like, damn. Last, yo, the last person that I interviewed was back in January. That was the last time I interviewed somebody. And and you are like my returning guest for the, for another for a new interview, man. Let's go. <laughs> so like, what have you so what have you been up to in these past couple months? Like what have you what have you been doing? So so for the for context, um I stopped the interviews, not because I wanted to, but more because um, I had to pick a second job for me to pay off my wedding. So I recently got married like a few months ago, and I know you just got engaged. So congratulations on that. Well, we're looking at the wedding venues. We got the first one. I'm like, oh, oh my God. So I uh, I understand what you're saying, bro. <laughs> when, let me tell you when picked up the wedding venues i thought we were picking up the most cheapest affordable way but it was a mistake man because the Never bills fins just keeps adding up and yeah, when things when things start to add up then you'll see the real fit and like if anything and this is this is a wedding that we did in the keys with the hotel stay the the venue the restaurants and the dress and all that extra crap and the photography we probably spent like over probably close to 20 grand i believe it and and that's considered i and I, I consider it to be cheap because i i thought we were gonna spend 10 g's at best no we went overboard so that was a headache and i said like okay i don't have enough money to go for pay the whole thing so I had to take a second job, still am because I'm still recovering from the for the stupid, uh, not stupid. Sorry, babe. <laughs> not that, <laughs> not that, not the, the wedding wasn't stupid, but I mean the stupid, stupid debt that we have. After we had to recover from that, um, yeah. And then I knew, I knew myself like I need to stop interviewing people because I can't just go interview people and work at the same time. I have two full time jobs. And then I got my podcast, so it's like, I know knowing myself, I was gonna drive me nuts, you know. So I took a pause yeah. for the cause, and decided to do like, um, decided to do weekly episodes of myself, just talking to myself. I I managed to find the right spot, the right time for me to record it, like less than an hour episode, of ranting about the industry and all the stupid shit that happens in the in the tournament industry. Ranting about um, calling out certain content creators because they're spreading misinformation, like lies or 
misguided information of of the industry. And then, then mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I've been doing. And then just lately, I just like afterwards, I just felt like I'm getting too old for this shit, bro. I don't know why am I fighting with these kids, man. These kids who are not who are in the industry by social media, but not literally in the talks in the industry like you and me. Like we mm-hmm. like we talk and converse with people that continuously is in the industry and works in there. But these kids, they just want to believe what they want to believe. And just because they hit, they got their one hit wonder and still believe that they're relevant is like, oh, yeah, yeah. It was just, I got to the point I was just tired. And I was getting a lot, feeling a lot of negativity. So I decided like, no, let me just stop that for a bit. And I decided to create a first channel, which is the one that I'm currently doing. And I'm so happy about it. It's, and it's a geek channel. Love it. So I'm bringing people over to the show to, until I find a permanent co-host. And people that are coming in, we just geek ourselves out, basically. We just talk about like whatever we feel about, you know, movies and TVs, pop culture references, comments, anime, anime mangas, and and TCGs and shit like that. Like it's just us geeking ourselves out. And I've never felt so happy with with something in a long time that I decided, like, all right, since now I already know how to how to move the chips, I don't know how to market a little bit with podcasting. I can do it easily with this one. And now it's been going on that route. Now I'm just like marketing on on the new channel. I'm just focusing on that one in particular because that's the one that's making me happy. Obviously, the lone wolf of doing interviews for artists and industry gurus is like, it's what started it all. And I want to continue that whenever I have the chance. This, this is like once, like the one chance that I told you, like, hey, I'm available. We can do this, man. Exactly. Bro, I'm the same way, dude. I've been, I've been super busy. I mean, I, I feel like everything that came out of your mouth, I feel in some respect the same way, you know, you know, I'm living like a double life, you know, on, on one end, you know, um, you know, I basically run one of the largest commercial insurance books, you know, in, you know, the state. And then on another end, I'm, you know, producing music and what I love to do, but it's a passion of mine and, you know, something that, you know, I really, you know, obviously there's money in it, but it's something that I just do for the love of it. And which I'm sure you do because you just, you know, you love talking to people, you love getting to know people. It's all about people at the end of the day, networking. And, um, you know, I really feel that I've just been stupid busy. You know, I haven't really done much shows. I've done like one or two shows this year and I've just, I've just been grinding in the studio, dude. Like, you know, it's, it's just really been about, I've been locked in this room making so much music and just my goal has been like, I'm going to switch everything Mm -hmm. musically. And it has been since really the beginning, but I'm really, I I kind of found my avenues of which ways and kind of like connections and which ways I'm going to be going. But everything I want to do is organic, bro. And I've been saying it from the beginning, like organic, you know, making sure that you're connecting with people, making sure you're connecting with that person, making sure in every business relationship, like, right. you know, like that about that person, you you know, it's not just about just, hey, let's make this move and let's go do this. This is a great idea because, you know, when it's all said and done, yeah. the people that really took the time to build something and you actually have a foundation and you built something up, 
you know, that's far less likely to tumble. And, you know, other than kind of what you said, like a one hit wonder, you have your one hit wonder and it's like a little like, like right to the, you know, right there. But if you're building like a fat foundation and you're doing it correctly, you know, you're connecting with the right people. That's going to set you something bigger than South Florida, something bigger than Florida, something bigger than America. You know what I mean? Like you can, you know, everyone has like, and I, bro, I love when people succeed like a thousand percent. Like there's two types of people. Number one, there's a person that's going to be like, they succeeded. How did they do it? And what did they do? Or they succeeded and I fucking hate them. And I don't like, you know, them and I'm hating on them. And they did this only because of this, blah, 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 blah. Be the first person, you know? So at the end of the day, you know, if you're just treating everything like that, you're going to find the right people. And, you know, I I feel like for me, like it's been finding the right artists that I want to work with. Like for me, like what last time we interviewed, you know, like I was like, you know, renting and like, you know, my apartment with, you know, my girlfriend who's now my fiance. And, you know, we were now like, you know, we have our house. So now we're, we're fully moved into that. I have finally have my studio built out. So it's not done yet fully, but you know, I got a lot of whole record wall I'm going to do over here. I got something I'm going to do up there too. So it's more like, but it's going to be super super nice as far as like you know i have a whole midi keyboard my krk's interface microphone Mm -hmm. basically everything and you know really in south florida it's been like me trying to reach out to other artists and being like hey let's like i have a space i have like a space that we can all come to and we could create music and we could create something just everyone together because you know i love doing the collab thing which i'm doing as well and talking on the internet to people sending stems out but I really feel that when you're in a room with somebody, you know, you can't really match that energy or like recreate that energy. You know, it's it's very hard to do that unless you're like maybe on like Discord sharing your screen and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I feel like there's nothing other than people in a room. So I really just wanted to make a space that would be like, listen, we could all come here, make music, blast music as loud as we want. Doesn't matter. And, you know, and that's that. And recently, you know, I've just been on kind of the same thing we've been doing since the last time I've been staying right. consistent, dropping new tracks, new singles, oh, new yeah, everything. Definitely. You always have been very consistent when it comes to yeah. that. Like you get you. I get DMs from you all the time. I'm all on my accounts. Every account mm-hmm. that I have, I always get a DM out of you and say like, yo, new music out. And, and when I, whenever I have a chance, I'll just like like it and repost and do all that crap. Yeah, bro, you've yeah, been dude. very consistent on the high on the high trends for your music, man. Yeah, and I feel like at you know on some regard, like I go back and listen to like my first album that I put out, or like the first couple of singles that I put out, and then progress it. And you just to me, like I can hear my production get so much better. I've learned so much more about production. You know, honestly, back then, you know, it was a lot of just like sample packs and just putting together like through splice and just just that. Now I'm like have my MIDI keyboard and I'm like creating my own stuff. Like I'm learning how to play piano. I'm I'm really oh. pushing myself as an artist that's, you know, I, I like even though like yes, like EDM and dubstep is my genre, like I see myself as more of a producer. Like who knows, maybe in 10 years I could be producing a soundtrack for a movie or, you know, working with a pop artist. Like you never know like what it comes to. And when it comes down to artists, you know, you never hear of the big names in in, in music just working on one thing. The That's really big producer. 
years. Like when you when you have like a Diplo or you have like you know, like Diplo was working, I think, on like seven different subgenres at one time during Major Laser Phase. Mm-hmm. But you know, there was Jack U, there was Major Laser, there was his project, there was you know. So when you're thinking about you know other artists that have done it, it's like why settle? You know, and I said that the last podcast, like why settle? And coming coming back now to it, you know, I feel like I've I have found my sound. You know, I'm a very much more like my sound is just melodic. I'm a melodic producer. But at the same time, my melodic can kind of sway. Like I can make hard melodic music. I can make, you know, melodic music that's house, you know, that's very feel good, that's vibey. You know, I'm a huge proponent in frequency and, you know, the frequency you give out to the world and also the frequency that you're giving out through music. And a lot of people don't know that like the frequency that most DAWs are programmed to put out is a negative frequency. Most people don't know that. And so if you basically program your music to make it the correct frequency for yourself, you're going to feel good. Like the two songs I sent you before the, before we got on, did you like, did you feel good listening to those songs? I did. I did. I, I felt like more vibing on the second one than that I did on the first one. The first one, I did like it. I felt like I knew where I was, where you were taking with me on it. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I don't. I don't want to give you a critique feedback out of it. it. I feel it. <laughs> I, but I could just say, like, yo, like it, it's it's great. Like compared to the last time that you showed me some songs and the songs that you got, like I can see like the grow, mm-hmm. the grow that you have since we spoke all the way to we are right now. And and if it's anything, great. the last song that you show me just. Prove me enough that you have grown so much and you have done so much that I can see I can see it happening. Like I can yeah, definitely see it happening. You going above and beyond with with your music on this, man. And your consistency is right there, man. And this is something that I always preach about to every artist and every any other up and coming artist that's out there. What they most of the time lack is the consistency, you know. Thousand percent. You have to stay relevant. Like, yeah, you have to. Like, I thought coming out of the gate, I'm like, dude, if I drop like a nine track album, like, oh my god, people, are, it's gonna pick up so fast. But then I realized, oh. like, I should have, I should have taken those nine tracks. I should have spread them out like nine months and dropped a track exactly, a month, exactly, yeah, and, and kept relevant. You know, until you reach the point where you've built up a fan base, you know, where you can really start doing things like merch and, and you know, and really start breaching that point of I'm going to create an album and I already have a fan base that's listening to me. And mm-hmm. now I'm at the point where I feel like I can do this. Like if you look at like Subtronics, like he released an EP, but he released his first album like when he was he was popping when he released his first album. He did it correctly. You know, it was, it's all about marketing, all about branding. It's all about positioning yourself correctly. And I feel like I'm trying to do that. Like, am I trying to make an album? Fuck yeah, I'm trying to make an album. Do I already have components of it being worked out? Yes. You know, do I have an idea of when I'm going to drop it? No, I want this shit to be as perfect as possible. You know, it could be, it could be two years from now. You know, it could be a year and a half from now. I don't know. It could be six months from now, just depending on, you know, when I feel like it's right. And I, I basically have the right amount of like, it's not about like the amount, but like the right support in the right places, you know? See, that's actually the funny. Right the right here. That's, a, that's funny because 
I am having the same mindset with the the two EPs that I'm working right now. I've been working mm-hmm. for these EPs like since last year. I don't know if we talked about it. I'm no, you didn't tell that to me. No, nah, that it had to be like it was. It had to be like early, like the end of the year, early this year when I start talking to other people on the on my last interviews. Yeah, I've been going about working on these EPs and I wanted it to be like you like I like every other producer they want to be perfect you want to have a perfect a perfect project that you want to market and you want to demonstrate like your passion out there to your people you know it's been it's been a roller coaster with these EPs you know because there's times it's like ah let me do it as an album as a small little LP album ah you know what I, it's better off if I divide it into into an EPs I have two EPs uh, I don't know. I can go back and forth. Maybe I should release this amount. Maybe I should release this on a label. I don't know. I'm all over the place with these projects. But one thing's for sure, the consistency that I have with these projects is like, yep, I know what I want. It's basically two EPs, and I call it like a wolf's journey. So the first mm-hmm. part of the EP is heavy tear-out dubstep, like straight-up bangers all around. I already got my song. There's probably two or three that I have to work on, but yeah. I like I already have one done. I just need to master it. The other one is almost done, and then two more that I have to work on. And and the first and the uh, cover, the artwork is gonna be like a black wolf. I love it. But I like facing out one side. Mm-hmm. And then the next EP will be part two of a wolf's journey, but it's gonna be a white wolf. And it's going to be happy, melodic, dubstep, you know, little uh, color bass or however, you, future rhythm, however yeah. you want to fucking call it. Yeah. So and 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 each song is going to be named like the not the synonymous, the and the, the the opposite of the name of the song. So if if a song is called pain, the opposite of pain is pleasure. If a song yeah. is called hope. The opposite is despair and so on. So that way it can correlate to what been the journey I've been going through and, and show that like this is where I started and this is where I am. And then part three is where I'm beginning to go. Yeah. So I just always I leave it. it with the part. I always leave it part one and part two. <laughs> <We> get- <laughs> yeah. And I've been working on it. these for for a year and a half. And yeah, I, I'm not, I, I'll, I'll be honest, like I'm not very consistent um, working on my on my projects, but it's because like I decided to myself, like I'll work on it when I feel like I'm working on it. Like I don't want to feel like I need to be on a pressure. I need to put it on a timer, on a clock, because then I feel like that's how I lose my creativity. And every time I just feel like, nah, maybe it just works on something. I get so creative and I go above and beyond that it like in less than a day or two, like I have the song already done and all I just needs to mix and master and that's it. You just feel it. Like you get in a workflow where you just like are feeling it. For me right now, I have my process like Mm -hmm. that shit's down. So when I start a song, I know exactly when I'm starting, how I'm starting a song, exactly where I'm going. Unless I like hear something, like if I hear like a sample and I'm like, oh, I'm using and then I'll just start something out. the, You know what I mean? But basically, like, you know, I know like how I start out with a song. It's based on my emotion that I'm trying to convey in the track. 
Yeah. So whether that, you know, every key has a certain emotion that's to it, like, you know, E minor, C minor. Um, so there's, you know, a website I basically go to, I look up, I'm like, what kind of like mood am I in right now? What kind of mood am I trying to like capture? Mm-hmm. And if I'm like, Hey, I'm trying to make like, a happy kind of like melodic type mood, you know, I might do like a minor or, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever the website's saying, kind of like, I don't have it memorized. So sorry, podcasters going to have to look it up yourselves. Um, <laughs> might be wrong with the whole a minor thing, but I yeah, use the yeah. website. And, but so anyway, hey, I have um, a cheat sheet as well. It's called Ableton yeah. live. I tell Ableton yeah, or, 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 use, or you scale the key, scale yeah. the key, bud. There, there it is. Scale the key. Ableton, tell me where I skeet. There you go. All right. This is where I go. Thank you. One of my, one of, one of my boys just broke down to me because the hardest thing for me was basically I was like, okay, if I'm, if I have a sample in like a minor and I want to mm-hmm. bring it to E minor, how many octaves do I got to bring it up and down? And he just like gave me this whole fucking cheat sheet and I have it here. And it's just like, Boom. So whenever, so, and it's basically like any sample, like it doesn't matter what key is in, you can make it into like the key of the track and then like mm. basically morph it into like whatever you want. Like I'll have like other, like I'll, I'll find a sound of like, oh shit for like a sustain or for something that's like, oh, that's crazy. I want to use that, but it's in the wrong key. Like I'm producing in B minor and that's in D minor. How do I get it to sound like it? You know, and you can morph the key to basically, you know, yeah, in the just, octave. But yeah, just transpose it. Yeah, just transpose it. But yeah, it's basically like he taught me in a way. Like he's a heavy metal producer and everything, mm-hmm. and also like indie producer. So he's been teaching me like a whole lot of like tips and tricks and everything, just to efficiently go through everything and all my files. You know, I mean, it's at the point now where it's like 50, 60, 70 plus layers. You know, on a track, and basically. Jesus putting everything all together. Like I love layering. If I'm making like a chord progression, like I'm, I'm not just going to have one fucking thing on there. Like I'm going to layer the shit out of that and make it, make it something beautiful and something original and, you know, something that it's like somebody else couldn't make this. Like I made this Mm. and, um, but yeah, dude, it's really all about the vibes of it. It's all about, you know, like I said, connecting with the right people. Like I recently announced on my Instagram that, you know, I'm starting a record label. Yes. So yes, I, I, so. I saw it and I was like, yo, congratulations. Like, I'm looking forward to have this conversation with you. Yes, sir. So basically what's going down with that, I have a good amount of people that I'm already working with that are basically kind of like part of everything. Mm. So my I, I'm making a brand within the label and, you know, it's it's um, me and my buddy Maddie. And, you know, it's called Not From This Planet. So Not From This Planet Records. And, um, yes, it's an alien as our logo. <laughs> and, um, basically what we're doing, you know, we're going to shift what's going on in the industry right now. We're going to change, we're going to change everything up as far, even as far as like down to like financially, like percentages and royalties and everything. Like we're going to shake things up right now. Really? And, um, it's about to get crazy. Like we're working, I can't announce it on here, but we're working with some amazing people that are monsters in the industry. Like, so at the end of the day, you know, I'm basically been keeping silent about everything, just trying to keep things, put them in the right motions, you know, get the right shit in people's eyes and make them hear the right things in their ears. And, you know, when it, when it happens, it happens. And when, you know, I'm ready to pull the trigger, you know, that's when it's going to happen. 
So it's it's really just about me. Like that's really the point about me can staying consistent because mm-hmm. I'm like I need to stay relevant. I need to stay consistent when this happens because I knew eventually at some point like I manifested it. I knew it's going to happen, but it's you know I need to be relevant myself and keep releasing my music. But I'm at the point right now where I make stuff and I'm like this is getting saved. Like I'm not releasing this until I release the album. And I'm starting to like really like hold on to tracks and save them. Like even that sec, even the second one that you heard, that one's like, no, I'm releasing this one. <laughs> like that one's not for the album. Like it's it's going to be very you know. And I want to hit kind of like you said, you're make you, you kind of dabble in all genres. That's yeah. what I want to do. You know like, why settle? You know and with you know my thing, I also want to you know produce for other people. You know mm. really the goal is to be, I like I want to have ten thousand artists, producers, whatever you want to call it, you know, of a network of people that right. all want to collab and collectively work with each other, you know, graphic designers, um, you know, visual um, people that create visuals, you know, people that are really business savvy, people that are very music savvy people that, you know, I want to create just a network of people that of all resources that the people part of the network can utilize. So I'll be coming out with it soon. And, you know, obviously know, you know, a lot of people and, you know, I know a lot of people in the industry, you know, in South Florida, you know, I wish I could tell you, I'll tell you when we're off the no, first absolutely. person that I'm working I, I, I don't, don't reveal all the secrets yet, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, can't yet. I can't, but it's coming. And really at the end of the day, dude, it's just about making beautiful music and really yeah. getting down to like why we're doing this in the first place like everyone gets lost in all the bullshit everyone gets lost in all oh, of like the narrative that's going on in the everyone gets lost in the business and the politics and everything like yes that there, there's a place for it but it's it feels like that's all the music industry is like it's like artists are almost like saying stuff and then then the labels are like no no you can't say that you need to change it to say this instead And, and then they're like, but that's not like how I made the song. Like, that's not how I like really envisioned my art. And they're like, we don't care. It's going to sell more records. You know, it's when did it become about like, you know, I don't know. I felt like the arts lost the art and it's been like, that's been from the beginning why I started this whole thing. Like I hating the narrative going on in the industry. Now talking a year and a half later, do you see what I'm talking about? Everybody. Um, I think everyone sees I think it's pretty apparent what's going on in the in, in the industry, but you know, I'm trying to change things up in a way that are for a positive, you know, for music is supposed to be a thing that brings everyone together. Music is a thing that's supposed to make people feel good and yeah. feel amazing vibes, amazing energy. You know, when you go to a festival or you go to a concert, you, you want to like forget about the problems of the world and forget about the problems that like yes. that you're dealing with in your life. Yes. And you just want to go and you listen to your favorite songs listen you know from your favorite artists or you know at the same time i just want to be that person that just creates that vibe like do i care about being famous no like do i want like do i i don't care about being that person everyone knows who i am when i step outside right i don't care about doing this either for the money like at the end of the day person a side of me you know has a career and on the side of all doing music stuff like i do a lot of business you know so on that side of it, like that's why music's like my passion. Like I don't really, you know, necessarily need to say, oh, I need to make an income from music, right? But I want to make an income from music. No, you know, no, and that's and that's the thing. Also, when it comes to like producing, it's a want, not a need. I don't need to produce music right now. I want to produce music right now. I want to produce music. I don't need to produce music for that artist. Like I, it, every 
basically the mindset of it, I feel like has to shift for a lot of people. Like it's, it's for me, like a lot of pressure is taken off when I'm producing a song and I can just sit and fuck around in a studio, in my studio and just, you know, just make whatever I want. And some of, some of those tracks I'm like, I start with no intention of ever putting out and I just fuck around and like, okay, what? And that sometimes turns into the craziest things that I'm like, you know, I, if I was under pressure and I was under the gun, like I have eight hours to produce a song right now or like, you know, I have to send it to them right now. Like, I don't like, I don't know. I, I more feel like music, something that, you know, you wouldn't, there, there wouldn't be someone standing behind Picasso saying you need to paint faster, paint faster right, right now. Like right. this painting's done when it's fucking done, bud. Like yeah. it will be done when it's done. Exactly. And when it's done, it'll be beautiful. It's exactly. you know, so that's what I'm trying to do with music. I've been doing it with music, just, you know, obviously with the consistency, but it's also about the networks. And I've really just been building the right networks in the right places. You know, I haven't really been doing much shows, you know, cause it's like, yes, I do feel like networking as shows is highly important and everything, but I've been focusing on my brand, my craft, everything, you know, just, you know, myself. And really at the end of the day, just been trying to just, when I want to announce like the label and everything mm-hmm. and start coming out with approaching artists of saying like, Hey, this is my plan for you. Like we, and you know, there is backing, there is financial backing. There is, you know, ways that we're going to be able to put you in certain places and do certain things. And when that happens, you know, that's when I'm telling you a lot of stuff's going to shake up in the industry and a lot of stuff's going to shake, shake up down here. And that's why I want to say like, people can come reference this podcast, this podcast. Do I want to be famous? No, I do not want to be famous. Like at all. Like it's just this is about Red I want to music industry. I want to save the music industry. Yes. That's the whole reason why with the wrong people are leading, the wrong people are are yes. that are pushing it out that it's yes, this is what it's no, you have the wrong idea and you're acting like you do, you're acting like you have the correct idea, but at the same time, you don't know what the fuck you're doing, and nor you know, you have an ulterior motive. So Really, at the end of the day, it's like, I just want to work with people that want to do this organically and people that understand, you know, that we have to do this a certain way in order to per- make something and create something that's long term and viable, you know, and it's not going to happen by, you know, paying $500 for a Spotify playlist. It's not going to happen like that. It's not going to happen because after, after a month, like your shit's going to like die off and everyone sees that. Facts. So it's like, you know. So you, the only way to do it, you know, and yes, there's advertising and advertising is important and, you know, running Facebook, Instagram ads, running ads, blogs, you know, everything through the right channels. That's important. But it's really all about finding like hyper fans and fans mm-hmm. that become basically so infatuated with the music, you know, that you're creating. And, you know, basically based on the frequency that I'm making, it's the best frequency that in music that you can that you can have. You know, there's other artists a lot of notable, notable artists that produce in this frequency. You know, I have it in my Instagram bio, 432 Hertz. And um, it's it's really just meant to make you feel better. You know, it's 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 the correct frequency. The frequency that most labels produce in is a negative frequency. Mm. You know, so 440 Hertz is a negative frequency. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people like XXX and Tassion, Bob Marley, a lot of people that knew this. And that basically, you know, when you think about music, music can be weaponized. Right. And when you think about, when you think about music in a positive way, music can also be used for positive things. 
And, you know, I just want to be a person that if I'm going to do this is for my passion and this is something I love to do, I want to just, I want to do it in a way that it's going to change the world for the good. And how am I going to do that through sound, producing it in the correct frequency that's going to make people feel good and treat people better. And maybe, you know, in a world of craziness that's going on right now, you know, in every corner you look, there's something crazy going on. It's like we need, you know, maybe everyone just needs peace and, you know, prosperity and, you know, just, you know, so basically, you know, I don't, I don't know, like the correct way to say this, but like, it's all about the frequency that you're, that you're putting into you. Like if you put two flowers next to each other and you basically say to one flower, like, you're amazing, you're happy, you're beautiful, you're this, it's going to blossom. And if you have a flower that's like, you're a piece of shit, you're garbage, you're horrible, blah, 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 it's going to not grow as well or will turn die, you know? So we're the same thing as, as living beings, you know, and we're no different. So at the end of the day, like when it comes down to the music and everything, like I basically wanted to make sure like I had the right network, like it's basically all, it's all about the networks, mm -hmm. you know, and like making sure that, you know, with your music, like a, it does have to be good, obviously, but you know, at the same time, you know, I'm so aware of what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? And a lot of people aren't aware of what they're doing. A lot of people are releasing their songs at a negative right. frequency it's blowing up and they're like, Oh my God, listen to this. And it's just, it's a good song, but it's, it's on the wrong, you know, I don't know. It's for the wrong reason. So I just want to do everything the right way. It's going to take longer and it has taken longer. You know, could I have bought and, and paid for a hundred thousand monthly listeners on Spotify? Yes. In a second. Yeah, did I want, did voice. I do that? No, it's not relevant. Think about it. You're going to do that. You're going to buy a hundred thousand people, you know, to, to listen to you monthly. Most of them are bots. And then, you know, maybe you get picked Ooh. up for a show at like, and you show up and you're like, yes, like I'm going to be popping off and you're going to go and no one's there because all those numbers are fucking bullshit, you know, and no one really knows who you are, you know, and, and people really have to know who you are before you become someone that's relevant. So to do it correctly, the correct way is to start organically, build it from the ground up, build a foundation, connect with the right people, continue to do it consistently, consistently, consistently over and fucking over and over and over and over and over again. And don't stop until it's done. And then you can then at some point you run into the right people that basically want the same thing as you. And then you combine. And then what I'm trying to do is say, hey, everybody in South Florida, let's all join together and, you know, join this and join this fucking wave and let's blow up. And yes, can you make money through it? Fuck yeah. You know, but at the same time, you know, we're going to, we're doing something in a way that's so organic. You know, when you look at a lot of even like the major festivals, a lot of people are saying like, oh, like they don't really care about like the, the culture anymore. They don't, it's all about, it's, it's, it's too commercialized, mm. you know? So when you're thinking about it, like, this is really like, wh why are we all there? We're there for music, you know, the, we're there for amazing music right? and for amazing energy, amazing vibes. And that's the, you know, that's the goal of what I'm trying to put out. And basically everything I do, every, every piece of content I put out, you know, it's all about, you know, vibes and like, you know, sometimes people, you know, always rub you the wrong way, but like, you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, people have no idea what's going on in the back end, and, you know, yes. it's like, yeah, you know. That was a whole whirlwind of nails in the coffin, bro. And, and when let me tell you, people, when I when I talk about these type of stuff, 
most of the time people will look at me as this delusional washed up artist that didn't do anything that you're like tinfoil head conspiracy crazy ass person that doesn't know what he's talking about but then when someone else talks about this stuff and stuff oh my god he has a boy like i've been saying this shit for quite some time like like and I have to revert it to people like you and had to revert it to old episodes of old interviews and telling people it's like guys you don't believe me that's fine hear it from the horse's mouth hear yep. from the horse's mouth itself and you can listen to well, it you know like well, it's and, uh, fucking ridiculous like when Spotify changes up their whole sample rate and everyone's oh all scared about God, that everybody's gonna oh, lose their shit Losing shit. Everyone's losing it. Get, let's get on a call. Let's get Every, on a call, everybody. Everybody's going to lose their <laughs> shit when that happens, man. But I mean, imagine they lose their shit. When everyone loses their shit, there's a massive opportunity. Absolutely. Massive. And if you be that if, person, be that person that sees the opportunity. Be person it. Be the trend. Don't follow the trend. Be the trend. Yep. Find, be, find where the trend's coming from. Be the trendsetter in all this. Um, yeah, dude, like, like there's so many things I wanted to praise on you. And there were so many things I want to say, like, dude, this is fucking unbelievable. Thank you. And yes, um, I, I, like I said in previous episodes, um, I never, I'm not trying to start a revolution. Um, there's no It's just, it's about, yeah, you know, like it's. We're, we're not trying to start a revolution, we're, but we're trying to educate people. We're trying to make the scene better. Like we're yeah, trying our best yeah. to make it better for not just for us, for any up and coming potential person that wants to be a, the next graphic designer, the the next video game developer, the next music producer, the next DJ or the next uh, whatever, you know, like we're trying to educate people. Like if you have a network of people like that, like people that are making video games, well, video game people need music, video game people need graphic designers, your graphic design, you know, your graphic, your graphic designer, you can push your shit out. Yeah. Content creator, NFTs when they come back, if they come back, um, you know, bro, there's so much shit that you could do, you know, basically having just, it's almost kind of like a, like a, I know you're in like all the hybrid workspace. It's kind of like a hybrid workspace, but like at the same time, it's just a network. Yes. Of, of people like if, if you're in the network you have access to it yeah and you know you have it's like a it's like a it's like a patreon but it's like at the same time it's like you don't have to pay for it like you're getting promoted you know but that's it's going to be the correct way and it's doing everything the correct way right. and really like even like looking at like what all labels are charging people and what people like what percentages and what cuts they're taking like and it's incredible and it's incredible like all of these labels are still doing this shitty shit like and i keep telling people it's like guys stop going with these labels like self-releasing you know do you know how many like record label contracts like i've gotten sent over from like granted a lot of them have, it's not like deadbeats or anything it's not like some it's not like subsidia or like deadbeats if they hit me up and we're like hey we want to sign you for immediately you know but it's like, do you know how many record contracts I've gotten sent over? Like, I've been like, send me a contract, send me a contract, send me a contract. Do you know how many? One, a lot don't send contracts. So a lot of these record labels, like they won't even send you anything in writing. So it's like, number one, there's my red flag, like you're bullshit because you're not going to send me anything in writing. And then B, they send you a contract, but then the contract's total bullshit. And it makes yeah. like, it's literally, there's so 
many loops in it and you're like what does this even like when do when do the rights expire like nothing there's nothing bro and you know and then the third one is just like maybe it just doesn't really make sense for you as an artist because if you if you like blow up on that label and like then you become like that person and then you're like making stuff like that so i'm like how am i going to do this in a way where i can like still make what i want to make basically have people around me that that a want to work with me and people that i want to work with you know and create this this thing that you know it's just basically bouncing off each other you know and then other people will gravitate and how do i create that i'm like well you know i need to do my own thing and that's kind of like how this all stemmed out but am i still working on gringo and on my whole project thousand percent i'm full steam ahead Am I still like, and it, yes, it gets tiring. Like, yeah. And sometimes do I feel like I'm too old for this shit? Yes. I'm about to be 30 years old in April. So yes, sometimes I do feel like like three years. And I understand, I get it, but it's like, am I too, am I too old for it? Like sometimes I do when like Mm. people that are doing this are like, they're trying to get like maybe like 18 year olds out to events. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, like, I'm like, this goes far bigger than just like little events. This goes far bigger than south florida this goes far bigger like i said like i want to create something that's long term that when people look back like i mean you go you go on so many song credits and you have how many how many producers that are like really big like even like nitty gritty i know i know you know your boy nitty um shout out to him like how many song credits is that man on for for even for songs that even are dvm songs that are just like it's it's but it's about music bro it's about production and that's kind of like what i'm what I'm, what I want to do. And that's going to push you as an artist and me as an artist to like, really like if I understand other genres and how to like, I can mesh stuff and I can start. And I kind of like already do that. But if I become professional in every single one of these genres to mesh it all together, you know, when you want to, you know, flip the script, you know, whenever you want to on, on, on a track, you know, you can, and you know what you're doing. And, you know, and then at the same time, you're like, oh, I think my boy is going to, you know, kill this. Maybe the second drop you send, you know, your person who's in the network to that. They fucking kill it. And then, boom, you have a track that's done, ready to go. You know, oh, we need to get a master. And, oh, you send it to someone else that you know is doing that. And that's that. Or it's done for you. Yeah, it's yeah. all networks, bro. All about networking in this industry. That's all you got to do. Most because... um. Most of the things that I tell people is like, like you can, there's so many routes there. There's literally many, many routes to, to, I guess to say the term making it, um, mm-hmm. you can go the route I took. I became a promoter and then from promoter, I, I started networking, playing in shows and whatnot. And then I got all the connections that I got right now, or you can go the needy route. Which he basically just make a shitload of music, try to find his image and find his music and find his way and then start self-releasing it. And then that's how and then start going networking on these festivals and then getting to that's where I feel at that point. Like, I feel like I'm more like if I had to be like, hey, I'm either that route or that route. I'm much more like the just keep releasing music, Mm -hmm. you know, like something could hit like like it said like you said all it takes is like one big artist to just download your song and then they play yeah. it live and then 
boom, that's it. Like everyone knows who you are, you know, but then once people know who you are, don't you want to be known for like, like, a like I, like my brand and like what, what, who I am like is not going to change because a million people now know who I am. Right. Like I, when, when that happens, I want my brand to be so solidified that that's who, this is who I am. This is who I am as an artist. You take a look at me, you listen to my music, you know exactly who I am and what I'm about. And at the same time, as we're doing it, we're pushing positivity and, you know, making people feel good in the process. Finding so, some, yeah, finding your sound. Um, yep. I mean, not many people are lucky enough to find their own sound. Like, it's very rare when they when you do. I mean, when you do, it, you have it and then keep keep going with it. But people, there are people that actually have come on on good success, but and still they haven't found their own sound yet, you know. But it's all about yeah. like throwing your, like throwing your your ache and you're you're showing your passion, like how much you're passionate to the project and how much you're passionate to this, and and going about it with the right people at the right time, and then just move forward with that. Shit, it's, about, bro. it's all about like. If if you're if you have the right people beside you and everything and everyone has the right intentions yeah. and everyone supports each other in the right way, bro, this is career, business, music, anything, 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 you know, anything. that's life. Yes. in the world. Tell you that you know that that is the most important thing. You know, or one of the most important things. There's also many other important things, but you know, at the end of the day, that is an aspect that is very very important. Something that you know. I never want to stop growing. Like I do like, I don't, yeah, I, I've never absolutely. heard a person saying like, I, I I'm good with just the people I know. I never wanted to meet another person, like not one more person, no, you know, like, so, you don't never want to be stuck in the same level. You always want to continue never. to grow. Like all about expanding everything. Like, bro, like my whole, I remember when I started out, my whole game set in my head was like starting as a DJ. Mind you, I'm 34. I've been DJing since I was 15. If you do the math, it's like almost 18 years of my of my life that I've done DJing. And probably like 15 of music production and audio engineering live sound. It's kind of wild how long I've been in this industry and people don't realize that. You um, learned so much. And I feel like you, like you've been in so many and you're kind of very similar to me. Like you took on DJing before you started producing. Yeah. So you already had an idea of like song structure and how like basically how to morph stuff together. Like you had an yeah. idea when you're mixing, even when you're making a song, you're like, okay, this is how I'm going to mix out of this song. Yeah. Like you, you know that basically, when you're making yeah. a song. Yeah. And, and, and that was easy. That was, that was definitely the easy part. It's the, the song structure because I, that way I knew exactly what I want on a song. And I know like if I was DJ playing this song, I know when to cut it and how to cut it and how to make it easier for others to play it out. And and I, and over the years I've been I just been wanting to do the whole festival run and and play on festivals and whatnot. But as I got older and older, my goals started to change a little bit and and and, and for the good. It's not it's never for the bad. Mm -hmm. It started if a festival hit you up though, and was like, "Hey, we want you to play it," like you would definitely play a festival. One hundred percent, absolutely, facts. Like, like, like I, feel, I feel the same thing. Like I, like, like I definitely am trying to play a festival because I never have. I know you have. Like no, I've I, never played a festival, and I've always wanted to play a festival. So it's definitely. like, do I want that? Thousand percent. But it's like at the same time. Is that going to be my only thing that I'm like no. going to sit here and say like, I'm going to festival? No, it's no. like I, there's so much stuff for there's you to branch so out on, to and, and, that, and that will come, and that will come in time. 
exactly. you know, if you're doing it right. Exactly. And that's the thing that I, w- I was trying to get to is like, there were so many things that were happening and I already hit all those aspects. It's like, ah, I DJ on a club. I DJ on a major clubs. I DJ on yep. festivals, major festivals. And I've done main stage before. Like I've, I hit it all. I released music on, on labels. I had my songs played on big artists like Adventure Club, Borgor, and, and Modestep and whatnot. So it's like, yeah, I, I already got the people. And it was just a point in my life where I said, like, do I really want to do this? If if I see myself in the next 10 years, am I going to be happy? And am I going to still be doing this? And immediately I said myself, no, like, I don't see myself doing this for, for the next 10 years. So my mindset was, OK, what is it that I'm going to be doing in the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of my life that I'll be happy of it and then like Mike Dean in the studio with 35 synthesizers smoking just like just but yeah like bro like I mean like you know what I mean like at the end of the yeah I see what you mean and it's all about long term longevity and it's like always always had a plan for longevity because that's what's gonna last you forever you know because like you're not gonna be DJing until you're 60 like 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 Tiesto eventually has to retire like the guy I was going to say, like, I was thinking Tiesto and Carl Cox. I was yeah. thinking of both of them. Like, <laughs> like bro, <laughs> if you see their faces, it's like they're old as fuck. And just recently they got a baby. Did you see the video? I saw this video of Tiesto. It was like a 2003 rave. You need to look it up if you've oh, never seen this. God. It's the most epic video ever. Because it's like you, you see, like, you almost see, like, the birth of, like, bro, it's like the birth of, like, EDM festivals. Like, in, like, Bro, and it's like, oh yeah, shit, that's so lit. Not on one time as a trans DJ. Yeah, dude, it was. Yes, but you know, I don't. You know, I just feel like stuff's too commercialized now. You know, yeah. it's too. It's like, well, let's get back to the root of it. Like, I, let's get back to the root of like really like the grid of like music. You know, amazing shit, dirty shit, just stuff that's. You know, it's just it's just for the people, and that's what it, that's what it's for. It's not you know right. to push something. It's not. It's not you know, it just has no ulterior meaning behind it other than, you know, just it's amazing music and it makes people feel good or it makes people mosh pit, whatever you want to do. <laughs> hey, look at whatever fucking Shaq. Shaq is doing you it know? with his diesel project. Why not? Bro, I love what Shaq's doing because Shaq, like, like, do I submit music? My, I submit my music to Shaq and it's like, you never know. Like, he's, you never know when that's going to happen. He's changing he the game by... By doing exactly what no other fucking um, established artist is doing and is giving others the opportunity, man. That guy Bro, is legit the G, man. Like, he's, he is the, the black Jesus, you know? Oh, it's like every person, like, he's playing their song. He's bringing them on stage, too. And he's Literally. Like, he's like, I know it's so, it's like the most massive sign of respect that you can like show and it's like yes. for me it's like that's what i'm gonna do bro like that like bro like if i'm if i have a if i'm playing a festival right and i and i like bro if i'm have you know let's say 40 songs in it you know and let's say you know 15 or 20 of mine have people that are here with me bro they're every single i'm like this person's coming up this person's coming up this right. person's coming up like you it's it's just about doing it together, man. And it's not about just like doing it and being like, oh, look, this is me. I'm taking all the credit. Like, no, bro. Like, this is a collective thing. 
And, you know, to do something on that level, it's a collective thing, you know, to do something on the level of subtronics, it's a, bro, there's a whole team behind that, you know, there has to be, you know, so to do that at that level, like you have to have people in different areas and yeah. different things like that, you know, but then I look at, you know, the same thing, like, like what, you, what you say, like, do I want to be like touring in 10 years when I have, you know, like I'm going to be married, you know, like at that point, you know, I'm going to have kids at that point. Mm -hmm. It, you know, do I want to be touring the world and, and stuff like that when I have a family at home? Like, no. So how do I want to do that? It's like, I want to do stuff where I have the opportunity to do things when, when like almost like curated events, when you want to do things, like yeah. it's, it's like, it's yeah. like when you want to do stuff and it's like, maybe like a couple of times a year or wherever, like maybe like, Oh, I want to go to Denver and do it. Okay. You go to Denver and do it, you know? And like, it's like, it's like when you want to do it and it's like, it's, it's all, it's in your control, you know? So it's like. I, you know, yeah, if I blow up, am I going to be the person that goes festival to festival, to festival, to festival? No, you know, I, I, I have a whole other side of my life that I'm dealing with, you know, in a, in a great way that, yeah. you know, I'm not going to uphold everything and leave that, you know, because then you look at like the longevity of it. Yeah. You have one song that blows up and you get booked on a couple festivals. What happens if that stops? Mm -hmm. you know what happens yep. if, what happens if all that stops or worse what happens if you take the 11 million dollars from the record label and then you don't do anything with that and then you got to pay back and now you owe millions of dollars back in interest you know uh, like you, those, do, those it, contracts, do it you have, man and it, it, do it the right way man. and people don't realize that when the when record labels give you those type of contracts that they don't really realize that that's not them giving you a money. That's a they know, loan. They That's a they know what they're loan. The artists don't know, but they know. No, what they are. The, the label knows, but the artists don't. <laughs> they don't realize so that it's a loan. That it, <laughs> you have to pay them plus interest. Like, so, like you honestly believe a label is gonna give you and it's gonna invest on you. Let's just say a hypothetical number: ten thousand dollars on you. So you can release your next single and that's one hit wonder shit and then blew up and whatnot. You honestly believe they're just going to give it to you for free so you can, so you can spend it and then they're not going to get anything in return? Like, no, fuck no. They, they want their money back. They invested on you. They, and people, they, and that's what they, happens. Exactly what you say. And sometimes they, they, do, they go even overboard and, they, and don't realize like, oh, I blew it all on this one song. Okay, so when is the next song that's going to pop after this? Oh, I just put yeah. all my chips on that one song. Well, you got to find out how are you going to pay us back those 10 Gs? Yeah, dude, exactly. And I feel like that's when people, like it almost like snowballs then. And then it becomes like, and back to what I said, I need to make this. I need to make this song. I need to do this. And, you know, at that point, then it just becomes, you're basically just working a job and you're not doing yeah. something that you love. Like, yep. you know, you're doing, you, you might love it, but you know, you're doing, you're doing it because you need to do it, not because you have to do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to be the person that with music, like when I work best and my best workflow is when, you know, I want to do it, you know, and I, I consciously want to do it like me and I'm, I'm sitting in my house and I'm like, I wake up in the morning, you know, have a coffee and I'm, you know, like, I'm going to go work on music and I go and sit in the studio for a couple hours and create and just create, you know, and that's that's really it. And then, you know, over time, the vault just grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. And then you have like, I, I need to get a fucking whiteboard for the studio and basically put like songs to complete like and have like different levels of completion because I have right. so many that are like, 
almost done to being complete. Then I have ones that are like, the first drop is sounding good, but I have no second drop. Then there's ones that are like, oh, I have like the beginning and the shell of it and like the build up, but no drop. Mm -hmm. Then I have other ones where it's like, I just have drops, you know, and I have no intro and no like beginning. Like some days I'm just like, oh, I just want to make like a beautiful drop. And I just come in and just make a drop. And then I'm like, okay, like I don't have an intro. I have nothing, but I have this. And now I have to build everything around this basically being the, the breaking point of everything. And, but that, you know, it's great. Like, that's what I mean though, by workflow, like I have my workflow set, but it's so lucid and like how I start and like where I can like pick up in the process. But it's like, I know now like the different layers that I need and I'm like, okay, I need a synth here. I need a sub here. I need a layer this here. I need, you know, this to be fatter. I need it to, you know, the automation here to lead this into here. You know, it's, it's all about just learning more about workflow. And still haven't taken a masterclass, still haven't taken any of that. I've still just been YouTube learning everything that way, you know, sample packs, you know, and, and just learning everything, you know, how basically that way, you know, I've gotten hit up people and they've been like, should I drop this amount of money for this? And I'm like, I don't want to say that it's a bad investment for them, but like when it's like a thousand or two thousand dollars for a masterclass that someone's asking you to spend, I'm like, no, really fucking worth it? no, no, really fucking worth it, bro. And I'm like, and I'm like telling people like, no, bro. Like, I don't really think, I think you should first like try six months free on Ableton here. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give the, any producer no. that wants to hear, like, I want to think about producing music, but I don't want to drop all the money in the world. This is how you do it. Cause this is how I did it. So you have a laptop, which if you don't have a laptop, then that, or a desktop, then that's going to be hard. You have to get a laptop or a desktop. You're going to get a, a, a what's called free trial of your DAW of choice. So whether it be Ableton Live, which gives you six months free, I believe, maybe three months now, but I think it was six months when I did it. So they give you six months free of Ableton. Um, then I would you go to Splice. Splice is like a royalty-free sample service. You pay yes. like $7.99 a month and you get like a certain number of credits to download certain like um samples and that leads back into key and like how i started with like oh i started with this emotion so then i only looked for samples in a minor or like c minor or d major or Mm -hmm. and then i built out a song that way um and basically you know free sample packs you know there's free sample packs through cymatics free sample packs all on like you know and make sure they're royalty free though just so you don't get like fucked you know when you know you're getting lawsuited for using somebody else's work and it's copyrighted as long as it's royalty free and you're starting out but start out small like that and then even with plugins you go back to splice they do plugins they have rent to own i did serum rent to own now i own it so i i was paying like 9.99 a month for serum and and boom there uh, neuron three and ozone Mm -hmm. amazing or neuron four now amazing you know rent to own you do the rent own plugins. You try something. If you don't like it, you cancel it. You you wasted twenty bucks, other than wasting four hundred bucks on something that you you're never going to use. So when it comes down to things, like you just want to like dip your toe in the water with it first before you go all out. Gear, well, don't buy. I mean, this might go like whatever, but like like my KRKs. I'll I'll tell you how much this bro. I got KRK Gen fours, right? Brand new KRKs, and my 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 Scarlet um, interface, right? And it was literally like this guy in Miami on Facebook Marketplace was like, I think he listed them for it was like two fifty for two KRKs and the and the the, the interface. One KRK G four goes for four hundred dollars a piece, Damn. and the interface 
like you know what i mean so i'm like so i'm like bro i'm like what the fuck so i'm just like Yo, can I get them for two twenty? And he's like, "Yeah, you just have to drive down to Kendall." I'm like, "Bet, coming right now." <laughs> so literally, like, <laughs> so paid him two twenty, and then I told him, like, Say I was less. like, "Bro, I'm gonna make music on these on these KRKs, bro. Follow me and all this." So if he's still following me, shout out, bro. I'm still using your KRKs, and they still work. And they're <laughs> but at the same time, I could have spent a thousand dollars and bought it brand new. I spent 220 and got what I needed, you know. So look on Facebook Marketplace, look on OfferUp, look on things like that. Cause bro, just just like there's there's always those people, and you're gonna be one of them if you try to do that and you pick it up for two weeks and then say, I don't want to do that. You're gonna go to Guitar Center and drop like two racks on all your stuff. And then after two weeks, you're gonna be like, I can't do this. And then you're gonna wanna like sell it or like, you know, whatever. So don't like, don't go crazy up front. Like right. dip your toe in the water, start with free trials, start with free, you know, or not like free sample packs, you know, start with things that are just like little subscriptions, like seven, eight bucks a month and dip your toe in it. And if you, and if that turns into something and it manifests into something that's like, Hey, I, I can make more and I can do more. Oh, bro. There's so many right. more things that you can, you know, but that's, that's so at least, you know, like this is for me or this is not for me, you know, for any person that's like, I've never produced music or I want to yeah. create music or I don't even know how to make music. I don't know where to start. I didn't know how to make music when I started. I just knew how good music sounded. And I, I just knew I wanted my music to sound good. <laughs> and, That's you know, look one, where we yeah. are now. So, but yeah, dude, I feel like that had to be said because I feel like I get so many messages, bro, where people are like, how do I start this? Where do I begin? Should I pay money for this? Should I do this? And I just feel like, like, it's almost like set up like a budget for yourself, like a budget and don't like spend more than you can do. And like, get the stuff that you can get in that budget, Facebook marketplace, or however you have to get it, you know, don't steal it, but however I you agree. have to get it, don't use crack shit either, because that's yeah, not no, going to no, work. No. Don't, don't do the don't crack shit, because eventually it's going to bite you in the ass. Eventually it it's going to bite you in the ass later down the road. With rent to own, yeah, in, in 100%, because if you have a crack serum and you're producing that off there, they can copyright your ass in the future if you're using that. I mean, that's so, exactly what happened with with Carnage when he cracked would have that cracked silent photos on it. He had no idea what he was doing and silent was just like honest as copywriting. Yeah, yeah. To pay. Yeah, to pay. That was when did that, that happen? Was, oh geez, that was 2015, be 2014, 2015. Oh, it, was, it was for like his album album. It was for his uh like Poppy Gordo. Yes. That was right around. That was right around when that was his a, a state of uh, carnage era. You know when he was like big yeah. at his trap. Like he did a video for Silent tutorial, just like, hey, this is how we do Silent and whatnot. And he had absolutely no idea how he was doing the tutorial because he was like, I don't know what this is, but this is what makes the sound bad. Like it sounds bird. <laughs> I love it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then later, and then mid process, the silent, oh. the silent uh, trial or key was set, was telling him, Hey, you need to pay for this. And he's like, Oh, what is this? Oh, I, this never happened to me before. I always had it on luck. It was like in the middle of an interview doing this shit. And that shit got out. And we came to realize that, his silent was cracked. So he never yeah, owned it. And then his his backfire, his his his, his response was, bro, that, I just came there. I didn't know what was happening. And they gave me a laptop. And that's the laptop. That's not even mine. I was like, 
Bruh. See, Carnage, I love Carnage, though, too. Like, Bruh. Like, bro, like, when I, back in the day, like, any Carnage event, any time you came to Miami, I was right in the front. Like, every time. So, I have a huge love for that, for that type of music, and that's, that's a huge influence in my production as well. Yeah, but at the same time, don't use crack shit, because then you get into bad legal troubles and bad problems. You. Like, if your song never blows up, will it happen? Probably not. Like, if you post it on SoundCloud and it gets a couple hundred or a couple thousand views, will it happen? Probably not. Nah. When you start making money off the track, though, thousands. That's a different. That's a and different. That's you a never different know. You, you can post, the thing is, you can post a song from three years ago and then you blow up. And then that song from three years ago, then they come. They're like, wait a second. You know, because you. So it's like there is. You just don't want to leave a trail like that. Just do stuff the right way. Like I said, I and do the right to own, you know, do stuff that's just doesn't like hurt your pockets up front mm. because. You know, at the same time, you're just trying to dip your toes in something. If you're starting golf, you're not going to go out and spend $4,000 on a new golf set. You know, golf is the hardest sport in the world. It's something that I've been getting into. I moved on a golf course now. So I'm like, literally go out every night and literally just play and practice my chipping and my putting. And, you know, that's the hardest sport ever. I played every sport. It's literally the hardest sport I've ever played. But mastering that too. (laughs) Step by step. Hey, lost, lost. Absolutely. And yeah, like I will I will concur with you with that. that I, I never thought about what you say about how like how if you want to learn here the steps for free that you can do, start little. I'm actually gonna use that for later per- for later episodes or telling people it's like, hey, if you want to learn a lot of here, people need to know this. Huh? People need to know this. Like because yeah. people think like People think like, holy shit, like, like I spent, you know, I have to spend $800 on Ableton Live. Then I need a $1,000 DJ controller. Oh my God, I need CDJs now. That's yeah. 15. Yeah. And, then, and then, oh, I need an interface. There's 300 bucks. Okay, I need my two, I need my care case. There's 800 bucks. Okay, now I need a sub with it. Okay, there's, right. there's an extra hundred more bucks. And then, you know, you need a music production desk there's fucking a couple hundred bucks you know so like there's things that like yes you like for me i got a eureka ergonomics it's a 72 inch um l-shaped desk so i have like a a, literally like this room is a foyer so i have it in the center of the foyer and the desk is literally shaped for the foyer and it's it has a whole like um keyboard setup that i can like put underneath and kind of like sway but i can put it all the way up and put my midi keyboard on it so i can produce so right now I don't have it on because I'm not producing, but when I am, just put it on and it's like a hybrid desk. You can do like whatever you want with it, right. but don't spend all your money. Like, unless like, you know, like, Hey, this is something that like I want to do. Like, like I, I bro, the laptop that I have sitting in this closet and I will never sell that laptop because it has all my first songs on it. Like that laptop, I ran that shit. First of all, I had no screen. That screen was cracked, done, and literally like ran that until my RAM was at a hundred plus percent on Ableton files, and I couldn't even Jesus. freeze the tracks. The songs weren't even working because it was just too much for it. So I finally went to Best Buy and said, "Gotta get it, you know, gotta get a new one." By this point, though, I was so much. I was I'm invested into it. So like, right. you know, like, would I want to do that at that point? Yes, you know. But if I needed new equipment definitely go on Facebook marketplace first, you know, and like stuff like that. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like too many people think that it's like break, like bank breaking to get into. If you do it, nah, you know, bro. there are ways, there's ways to get into it. Yeah. 
like there are ways and uh, another option I tell people is that you can always rent out stuff you know like you can rent it out for a weekend or so and have the feel see yeah. if you if you like it if you don't then you know you only waste you know you spend what 200 bucks that's better than spending 800 and not and not so to use it yeah um, exotic cars they don't let you drive them so like like if you go to buy like a Lamborghini yeah, or something I, they won't let you like you're like I want to test drive that. They're like, Fuck, you're not fucking test driving yeah, that. No, you fucking so, that. Hey, you want to see how it drives? You rent the car for a weekend, you know, see how it drives, and then you know if you want to buy it, you buy it. That was like a, from some business guy that I was talking to. He's like, yeah, that's the best way to do it. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, that sounds dope. Right. But yeah, it's like spend like a couple hundred bucks on something, or you know, before you go and break the bank and spend you know everything on it, or like you know, a lot of money on it. Yeah. But, the other one I was going to say is like, yeah, YouTube is one of them. Um, people that I do recommend, you know, watching is excellent sound like, you know, Danny and and Park. Those guys are amazing and they have done so much in this community. And they're, I mean, with the between the podcast and doing their like tutorials of how to do things. And here's the project of how to do things and whatnot. And that's actually like one way that I tell people is like, yo, just follow these guys. Like these guys do house and bass. Like you got, like you can you can go wrong with them. Excellent sound. And also, if but if you really like want to dab into it even more without spending much money, you can always like subscribe to these schools that that it's like 20, 30, 40 bucks a month. You know, it's a subscription. You only you spend it. You're there. You see, you go in the Discord server, see what's up, see how what the people are. If you feel like it, if you if you like what they got, then you know, then you can you know spend a little bit more. Oh no, I watch these guys. I, I've learned so much shit from these guys. Hell these yeah. are these are like this is this is like where I'm like, hey, like I learn all my stuff from YouTube. Like this is like stuff I want. Like this is what yeah. I watch, bro. Yeah, I literally just learn stuff and that's and like eventually you just you have like your your arsenal and you're just adding more to your arsenal of stuff it, that you know and yeah eventually you know a lot more than you knew a year ago and then the next year passes and you know a lot more than you knew that last year and then all of a sudden you know a whole lot more than anybody else and you're like how did this happen you and know that's, and so, that's how it's and that's how you're supposed to do it. you're supposed to you're never not stopping learning you're always continuing to learn more stuff because you never know like some some you never know that one day somebody somebody's gonna tell you something and you're like holy shit i didn't realize that oh cool i can incorporate this into my stuff as well like in some way or shape or form you know it's one fucking thing that said it's just like it's like sometimes it just opens up pandora's box yeah like, like my thing my thing was the scale the key in ableton that was like whoa i was like what and like when I learned that, I was like, okay, that that just ten x <laughs> that was it. That was like that was like all I, I was like, oh, I need to scale the key. I'm good. I don't need anything else. Like and basically like um, that, and then learning with the samples, you know how I can transpose them. Like obviously, oh, wow. I knew about like the twelve octaves and stuff like that, but I didn't know like my boy broke it down because like I was like learning piano and I'm like I'm like bro, I can't figure it out, and he's like. He's like a professional. I'm like, he's like, bro, I'm sending you a whole, he made me a whole Excel document, cheat sheet, sent it. He's like, here you go, bro. Made it just for you. <laughs> so yeah. And like literally just sit there with it. And yeah, dude, but it's like, there's so much stuff. And like with sound design, even I feel like that's, that's really my next bro. thing to really get, get really dirty with. Like, am I, am I fucking around with it? Hell yeah. You know, 
But I know a lot of people that like they make like bro to just <laughs> make stuff like just from scratch very, very hard. You oh. know what I mean? Like there's a, a lot of samples that you can use, a lot of serum packs that you can use, but at the same time, like that's kind of like my next step as an artist. It's like massively, massively focusing on sound design and and really utilizing like you know like you have like subtronics then he like layers the shit out of like ott and stuff you know and like so it's like kind of like depending on or he adds like a gate i've seen his videos he's like oh i did is add a gate disperser and then a frequency shifter and then a flanger and uh, and then he's like and then i shifted this and then i recorded the audio file then i reversed it then i resampled it and then i put it back into this and then added another frequency shift like i'm like bro i'm like that's on another level of like so like that's like where I'm like I'm trying to get to that net other level of producing right. and I, I feel like that's never gonna stop. Like that that no, point is no. like you're never gonna stop learning, you're never gonna stop growing. I feel like even if you try to learn everything, there wouldn't be enough time in the world for you to learn everything of that. You know, and how to on every genre with everything and and but at the same time, it's like I, I don't know. I feel like at the same time you can still dabble in other genres and create amazing music in other genres, but there's just so much to learn and everything. It's like endless, you 100%. know, percent. but I'm, I'm going to give you like a bonus. And this is something that has been given me by very talented sound designers, like Modestep, like Crimson Child, like company and careless castle. This is something that they've been passing along to me and I'll pass along to you. So when it comes, because the, I'm very good at sound designing and you will never know. In fact, I'll, I'll show you some of my songs later. Um, yeah. But you'll never know that any of those songs came from one sample. You will never know. You Morph know. it and you just fix that. And that's what the thing is. Like you, once, once that box opens and you're like, you have a sample and you can make so many different, it's like, Bro, it's endless at that point. Then it it's, becomes... It's ridiculous, bro. What it, the term resampling is like... I feel like that's the thing that everybody should be doing when it comes to sound designing. Yep. Like, learn how to resample. And how do you do resampling? Like, ooh, like it could be from a serum batch. Find a sound from serum and flatten yep. it. Make an audio out of it. And then just start... And just start, like... Fucking around with that one sample, like you just go I mean, higher octaves, effects, layers. Yeah, just destroy it. Just destroy it all together to the point that you know you cannot hear from the original sound, and just use it to make that one drop. Now, once you have that drop out of that one sample, make the entire song with that sample. Now, you're gonna have the most cohesive song that you has ever written all based oh, on one yes. sample a one I do, the same thing. I do the same thing with my chord progressions i do the same thing like like if i'm making a chord progression i have an idea that like the bottom layer of it is like the sub layer so the sub layer is perfectly matching the synths that are getting put in the chord progress the chords the you know the saws everything to add that build like everything's matching because it's meshing together and it's meant to be together and that's yes, the whole like, point that, of that, that of a what song what you're talking about it's literally like my next step though of like as an artist to learn basically all of that you yeah. know yeah. and resampling is gonna be your game changer like once you start doing resampling like you don't want to 
you don't want to go back again to do all the stuff that you were there. You're like, nah, fuck this. Like, I want to do songs just out of this, bro. And you'll be yeah. surprised out of our, many of the songs that I have. It all came down from one download um, sample from Splice. And and it could be from anybody for you that are a disciple uh, sampler shit or a mode step or and it all came down from that and all of a sudden it became something monstrous, bro. Like even even I shit myself. I was like, fuck me, I did this shit, you know? Yeah. Like it's even, like, dude, even and that, guitar and sounds, you know? You sit and you're like, you like listen to what you created and you're like, bro, I fucking made this. Like I almost think to myself, like if I would have sent like the tracks that I'm making now to myself two years previously or like three years previously and been like, Hey, this is like you, this is you three years later. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like I, bro, I'd be like sitting there like, I like, I don't even know how I'm going to get to that point, you know, but it just, it just happens. And you know, it's like in life and anything in life, your career, anything you're going to, you're going to learn stuff. And over time, you're going to become an expert in it. You put in your 10,000 yeah. hours, I'm an expert in it. And then from there, like opportunities are endless. Like there's so much more for you to learn when you become an expert at it, that you have so many more ways. Like, like when you're looking at something and you open up Ableton and you've never opened up Ableton before, does it look like a rocket ship? Thousand percent. Do you have any idea where to click? No, you don't know what the fuck to even do. So, but like now, like, <laughs> you know, like it, I feel like you're at that point too, where like you can, because you're, you know, you're a creator, but it's it's just different now. Like there's so many different avenues and different Absolutely. like I have so many tools in my arsenal and I'm like, oh, I could do that now, but I think this will be better if I did this. Like, and it's like you're kind of nitpicking at everything you've learned along the way. And it's like, I'm sure five years in the future, I'm sure if I told myself right now, like, hey, if I sent myself five years in the future, sent myself today the music that I'm gonna be making five years from now, I'm sure today I'd be like, no way, what the fuck? How am I gonna like it'd be the same response. But in time and in life, you grow and you progress. If you keep, you know, consistent and you keep working at something, you know, doing it like I feel like I've said this like 20 times this podcast, doing it the right way, um, you know, good things will happen and good things will come to you. Absolutely. Um, no, absolutely. I agree. And, it, and, and this is like the type of stuff that we basically pass it down to the next person. And we and once we give that information, that information is going to be sent out to others. And so like a like a whole spider web itself. Like it's going to spread down, you know, and that's exactly oh, what, we, what we're trying to do. We're trying to encourage people. We're trying to make a movement for people to learn because it's, so, it's, it's, it's unfair that most of the time, all the good secrets have to be on a paywall or, or it had to be like on a on an egocentric way that's like, nah, I don't want to show you because like that's my sauce. I don't want anybody to copy my sauce. So it's like, dude, yeah. How many people have copied from Picasso? Like, how many how many yeah. people have, co have copied for one of the greatest uh, Michelangelo? And from people copying him, how that's made him so much more even greater exactly. from doing it. Like, I don't know. Like for me, it's like it, it's like that collaboration. It's so needed and it's so important. And yeah. to be like selfish is almost like, like, bro, there's so many, like, I feel like I see it all the time. There's so many, like, little, almost like clicks of like producers. You know what I mean? And they don't want to work with anyone else. Just, just the people in their little click. That's it. They're only, we're only working with them. Oh, That's yeah. I've, it. See, I've seen this so many times. Do. Yeah. We're not adding, these are my day one homies. That's it. I'm only working with these people. Yeah. And it's like, have I tried to like, collab with that with with people like that thousand percent have i been like hey bro i have a studio in my crib you live 
15 minutes away from me. Let me know when you're free, bro. And we can come and cook up, you know, and just, just vibe out, you know, and, and produce music. Have any of those people in those clicks said yes, negative, you know? And it's like, that's how I just know, you know? Cause it's like, Hey, I built a whole collective space, you know, I've been consistent in releasing music. It's not like I've just been like, Hey, I'm, this is my first track. I've also been getting numbers and organic numbers. Like I've, I've, I've broken over a hundred thousand streams this year organically. No, no fucking paid Spotify, nothing, just organic, mostly on SoundCloud because I, I have been, you know, figuring out the algorithm on SoundCloud and figuring out right. how to promote on SoundCloud. But really, I feel like in the past month or two, it's really snowballed. Like I've been getting texts from people where they're like, holy shit, this artist just reposted you on their page. And I didn't wow. even like, I, I didn't even know like, and then they went to my page and they're like, holy shit, you have a lot of views. Like friends of mine that like I used to send music to and it's like, I kind of just stopped because I felt like it got annoying. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to keep producing and keep doing this. And, you know, the people that like it, they'll like it. The people that don't won't. And, you know, and now people are starting to kind of come back and being like, holy shit, like this artist that I just saw last weekend just reposted your song. Like, that's insane. Like, I can't even believe that like this person fucks with you and like your music. And I'm like, every time that something happens like that, I'm like, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. But it goes back to the same thing. Like, do I want to be famous? No, it's just, a. it's like, a. I just want to be someone in the industry that's, you know, doing everything correctly. Right. You know, I, I want to be like that person of like, I want to, like, I want to be the person that someone says, like, I want to work with that person, not because of their clout, not because of this, because I genuinely just want to work with that. I genuinely just want to be in the room. Like, yes. I want to work with that person yes. and collaborate and learn. And, and yes. I know they'll want to learn from me. And I know they'll, 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 I, I know things that I know they'll want to know and let's just mesh off each other and let's just create. And it's like, that's so positive. And that's such like in such good light to do stuff like that. It's like when I see people say like, Oh, whatever, not respond or whatever. I'm just like, yeah. oh, whatever. like, but the people that do take advantage of that, Oh bro, like it's, it's amazing. And now what we have, you know, coming, you know, it's, it's gonna, bro, I'm setting people up like, bro, I, I promise you, I, I am going to make people famous, even though myself, I don't want to be famous. There's other people that do want to be famous. I am aware of that. Very much aware of that. And, you know, like, yes, we, we, you know, we, are we going to be able to make them famous a thousand percent? Are we going to blow their music up a thousand percent, you know? And it's, you know, like I said, going back to the right networks, the right people, the right opportunities at the right time, doing things at or the right time is so important, you know, and, and making sure you're positioning yourself in the right place. I feel like being in South Florida, we're at the fucking amazing place right now. We are in a place where bass There's music's thriving. So much talent. So, so much talent. Yeah, I mean, talent. dude. EDM thriving, but not only that, like, bro, there's so much growth down here. Mm -hmm. I don't think people understand in 10 years what Florida is going to be. I really don't. And I'm seeing it because I do this for work and this is my career. And bro, in the next 10 years, Florida is going to be a different Florida. Miami is going to be a different Miami. Fort Lauderdale is going to be a different Fort Lauderdale. Everything's about to change. Like we are, we are the next LA. We are, if not already, you know, like this is the spot to be right now. Like you, like there's a reason why everyone's moving here. There's a reason why every hedge fund in the world, there's a reason why, you know, people are basically moving their whole corporations down here. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why, you know, everyone's starting to realize what we've been living in for the past 20 years, or at least, you know, to me, 27 years down here, 
you know, it's just, I love Florida and I love it. It's a, it's a place. I love the people down here. I love the environment. I love everything about Florida, you know? And, um, but I don't want what I'm doing just to stop at Florida. And, you know, it needs to like, you know, what I do for a career, could I do it anywhere else but Florida? Not as good as I do it here. Because as here, like for the industry I'm in, right? It, it's kind of in like an industry where, or I'm in an industry where there's just too many, there's too many prospects down here for me to, to say, oh, I'm going to move somewhere else where I'm going to like, w- like 1% what I have here. Like, no way, right. I'm not doing that. Um, but as far as music, I'm like with the internet, bro, right now there used to be a stat. I think it was, the, it was either five or four. I think it's, I think it went from four to three though. So every person is connected on four degrees of separation. Every person on planet earth is connected by four degrees of separation. I think mm. it's that. Look it up. I've never heard of that. Cause I know this is okay. Yeah. So here it is. So it's six degrees of separation, right? So it's like, it's basically like no one in the world, like everybody in the world is connected through six chains of people. Like this person knows this person knows this person who knows this person who knows this person. Mm. Every person in the world is connected through six degrees, right? But with the internet, it's now five. So it's literally like there's a whole degree of separation that's been cut down due to the internet, due to us and everyone being connected online, you know? So there's an opportunity, you know, right place, right time, also right location, you know, for 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 everything to blow up. And, you know, I know there's other stuff that's going on here and I wish all the best success to every single person that's trying to make the industry better down here in Florida. Like, I know there's a lot of other things going on than just what I'm talking about for all the better and great. It should happen. You know, it's like, I look at success, like, like I I celebrate success and when other people are having success, I celebrate it too. Even if they look at me and they don't celebrate my success, I'll celebrate their success. You know, because for me as a person and my morals and for how I feel as a person, that's who I am. Right. But on the same time, I just feel like there's a lot of other people that are just doing it the wrong way. And they're just, it has the wrong motives. There's the wrong energy. There's the wrong narrative. Everything's wrong about it. Mm. And I'm like, I just want to change that. And I just want to make it better. And if I can do that, if I can leave my mark on earth, you know, in that form of art, great. You know, because when I die, it's like, well, it's like when I die, it's like, will I have anything, you know, or like, 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 yeah, like my grandkids will remember me in the future, like, or like when I die, like, you know, but after like a couple generations, like no one will remember you, like your, your memories will be, I mean, your stories and everything that you know will be folk tales and like, oh, this happened because my grandma told me this happened to her dad, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's gone. You can leave music on this earth. And music's left and music is forever. So in a hundred years from now, can I look up something, a ballad that was played in the 1800s? Yes. I can look it up right on YouTube, Beethoven playing in the, you know, or like, actually, I don't know if they had recording back then, but you know what I mean? You, you catch my drift. Like I can look up something from a different period of time and I can play it. It's music, you know? And it's like, that's why I want to, I'm like, how, what's my creation going to be? And what's my thing going to be left on this earth? I'm like, it's that music's always been my passion. It's been since I was a child, I've loved music, every genre of music. You like I rap. I mean, honestly, as a kid, it was all rock. It was all rock and roll. It was punk rock. Same and, over you know, here, a lot yeah. of like, 82 was my like, bro, I just Ooh. saw Blink-182 here in July. And um, we got new album. Literally, your new album is coming this this month, this uh, net, this week. So excited! So excited! And oh um, yeah, but like, bro. So like, 
Tom DeLonge was like the shit when I was growing up. So we went to the concert, right? My girl got, um, cause we were all like everyone, my, like people that were all going from like my work and everything. We were all like trying to get in like the, the early line for like the first day right. that they were coming out. I'm like, I forgot I was on Ticketmaster or whatever, but I got like 600th in line. My boy got like 1300th. My girl got 14th, 14th out of everybody. And Jesus. for the Blink One Eighty Two concert, like that's like the Taylor Swift shit that's like happening. Yeah, like, you get, like, exactly. And like, yeah, yeah. So, bro, she's like pit tickets immediately. And so I'm like about to buy tickets, and she goes, "Oh, I just got pit tickets." I'm like, "What?" So we're literally, and then I'm like everybody who gets very very cheap tickets that turn into very very expensive tickets. You think I can just sell the tickets and then make the profit and then buy back into the concert and then just you know whatever. And I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, not for Blink-182. No, I'm not no. fucking doing that. No, so no, we no. go to the concert. We go right into the pit. Bro, I'm standing at the entrance of the going into the pit. Guess who walks past me? Major EDM artist. In my, he was in Miami for the Blink-182 concert. Whoa. Who? Dylan Francis. Holy <laughs> so, crap. I'm the only person, the only motherfucker in the fucking BB, like the only person that notices him. He walks from security in and I like, look, and this is right when he dyed his hair blonde, like oh. right when he did. So no one really like recognized him, but he like walked right past me. And I'm like, I'm like, he was walking towards me. I'm like, that's, that's Dylan Francis. I'm like Dylan fucking Francis. So we, me and my boy said, what's up? And we're like, I'm like, and then he's like, you know, went down to his seat or whatever. And he wasn't in the pit. So I think he had like a special seat or whatever, but bro, it was like, it was fucking lit. It was like, yo, Dylan Francis. And then we go down, we're sitting in the pit and you know what? I guess one of the other boys that's like my boy's friend, he went to the Vegas concert and he knew what Tom DeLong's microphone looked like. He was like, Oh, that's Tom DeLong's microphone stand. And bro, we were right in front of Tom DeLong the whole time. And Tom DeLong is pointing at us. Like, cause we're like, Tom. And he's like, yeah, like bro amazing so like that's what music does for people bro that's, that's like for me, for me as a person like me as a person i fucking bro blink 182 is my fucking childhood bro i like like their music amazing like them for the first time ever seeing them because i never saw them when i was younger oh i've seen that a couple amazing. of times at one point i did have a tear rolling down my cheek during stay together for the kids bro <laughs> I, I, bro, i literally i literally i was crying bro like i, I was like you know because like bro it was a huge like i like my parents got divorced when i was little so like that was like oh, that was like bro, they played it, and it was like full circle moment of like you know back then when you listen to that shit you're like yeah. you don't know how it's gonna play out and how life's gonna happen to you and now you're like an adult and in the future and you're like watching this band that like you used to listen to, you know, and you're basically like, damn, I have tear fucking rolling down my cheek right now talking about it, you know, and you're basically, you know, it's like a full circle moment, bro. You know, you're basically like sitting there and you're like, wow, everything turned out okay. And it's like, bro, like, that's what I talk about for like generational for music, bro. Like, it's not about just this. It's about long term. It's about creating something that's far bigger than you know, what most people think is possible. And, um, you know, it's going to take time. It's going to take effort, you oh, know, bro, all good things take, take a lot time. of like, all good things take, take time. a lot of balance too. Cause it's like, am I going to ever stop my career? Never. My career is my career. Like I will never stop doing that. Right. Like, and like, you know, I, I like music will be my thing that even, even with what I'm doing, I'm like, you know, and everyone's well aware that like what comes first is, is my career. And, yeah. you know, but at the same time, it's like I've been balancing this and that for 
longer than I can even remember, like years and years and years at that point. So if I'm able to do this and do that and still continue to, you know, grow and, and, you know, whatever I kind of, whatever industry you're kind of putting your head into, right. Like, you know, why would I need to stop doing that? You know, like, I don't know. Like, and, and I look at it, like the only reason I would have to stop doing that is if I'm like going on tour or like doing that. And like, do I ever want to do that? I don't know. And I don't really like see myself doing that. Like at this point in my life, like if I was 18, yeah. Oh, in a second. But at this point in my life, like I just got engaged. I'm planning a wedding. What's going to come after a wedding? It's going to be children. Yep. And it's, it's, you know, it's bro. This is real life shit. You know, and at the end of the day, does that mean I I'm stopping music? And no, hell no. You know, like how, bro, how many people that you know are major producers that have kids? A lot of people. Look at Wiz Khalifa. He puts his son in all of his videos. Like, you know what I mean? Look, like, look at Cascade, people, man. Cascade, Cascade has look like three Drake. daughters or three children, something like that. Exactly, dude. Like, you can still do this. Like, even it's 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 a timeless it, industry. It's, it's a timeless industry. You just have to find the right time and accommodation for it to do it. Like, it, it's at the end of the day, it's all about administering your time. You know, dude, because like, hey, if I got, like, ultra, hey, if I got I time, career, yes, and I'm leaving for ultra. Like, hey, hey, I'm 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 gonna play ultra one day. Like, I'm, I'm bro. In a second, they would be like, that's actually dope as fuck. Have a fun time. You know what I mean? Like, so like, it's all about, like I said, like the right people do like you're, it's, you know, positioning right yourself in the right way. at the right time and having the patience and the dedication for it. it everything's going to come up like, dude, like I, I'm telling you, I got free podcasts under my name and each of them has yep. a different thing. And I take my time to do each one of them as much as possible. Maybe I will focus one and then the other, but I, but I'm, doing it i'm i have the resource for it i have the capability for it i have the time for it you just have to measure your time and balance all things out because I, now as a married man i definitely have to tend my my wife more than anything like i need to spend more time as with you, her. Bro, as, as you should and if anyone tells as, you otherwise from that, don't believe them you know no, like I, I don't listen i don't listen to any anybody you know i only listen to myself and my ears it's like i know i want to spend time with my wife but you know like, especially when she and I work on two different industries and we're all constantly working all the time, you know, it's very hard for us to look at a, a right time for us to be together. And and that's where you find the balance for it. And once you do, man, everything is, everything is Gucci, man. Like we're in literally the same exact industry with the same, ex like, like same, like micro industry, like the same thing, just competing companies. So it's just like, so like I can come home and I can literally talk like my lingo that I talk in and she knows exactly. And I can be like, Oh my God, this happened. And she's like, Oh, and she, and she gets it. Cause she's like, Oh yeah. shit. Like I, I know what that means. And, but you know, I have other buddies and it's the same way. And I trust me, bro. I get it. Like I have buddies that are married and it's, you know, it's the same thing. They're, they're in different industries and everything, but bro, they make it work. And bro, they make you know, it people, work. Like all about, it's all about like, if you want it, if, you're gonna you're gonna do it exactly if you really truly want it and you're very dedicated and invested on it bro then all it takes is just like to build that consistency and don't stop out of it bro because hey i may people may look at it as my podcast as my angle it's like no not really podcast is like the one passion that i'm having right now that i'm having so much fun and i feel like podcasting is the thing that it's gonna 
it's gonna um it's gonna open up the doors for many other possibilities that I want to do because I want to do yeah. voiceovering like voice acting for an anime show an anime show that I would love to be part of fuck yeah what I love I watch anime all the time wouldn't that be a cool dream for you to be a voice actor for one anime show and people will recognize you as like holy shit aren't you so so from this show is like yeah Hi, or or even part or be a sound designer for a, for a gaming company. Again, I'm a video game guy. Like I, I'm a I'm a nerd out of it. I love playing video games, and wouldn't it be dope that your voiceover or even your sound designing was implemented on a freaking game that everybody oh, like owns and plays. Like the thing, like he's like. Bro, he literally like that. I've seen videos. He's like EA Sports, sports and he like does it perfectly. And then the guy who did the uh, the Halo, like like Killosity, triple like, kill, like dude, kill. like, like bro, he like. That's why. That's why I say like, bro, like, podcasting yeah, is just like, the start. The podcast is twenty years later. Twenty, yeah. 20 like. This is just exactly. the beginning that's going to open up the doors for all the wonderful possible things that I want to do with my life, you know? And that's definitely one of the things I want to do. I never want to stop growing and achieving some other things. Like, hey, I already achieved my goals. It's like I said myself, one day I'm going to perform on a festival. I already did it. One day I'm going to perform on a festival main stage. Already did it. One day I'm going to release a song on a, a big label. Already did it. One day I'm going to have an artist release uh, playing my music. I have three of at most playing them. So it's like, it is possible. It's just, yeah. you just don't give up. Be persistent. And, and most of all, have the patience and time for it because time will come to you. Yes, you. we all want to be there right now. 100%. Yeah. I want to be there right now, but it's not there yet. The universe has something planned for all of us. And, you know, exactly. you just have to be patient about it and continue with that dedication, that persistency that you have for it. Yep. And boom. Once, because once, say, because once it happens, once it right happens, yep. That's it. Like you're there. Yep. You're there. And now everything's going to go fast. This is something I tell myself a lot. You're in you're in the exact place in your life where you need to be. Mm. Like right now. Right now you're in the exact place right now where you need to be. This is the place. Like right now, us being on this, like this is where we need to be right now. This is where yeah. life positioned me and you I right agree. Now. It positioned us here for a reason. And at the end of the day, there's a reason we're connected. There's a reason me and you even said something to each other on Instagram one day yeah. randomly to each other. There's a reason. There's a reason all of it. You know, so and it's all about just if you're aware of that and you're a person that's just, you know, you're aware of your progression, you're aware of what you're doing, you're aware of your, your relationships and you kind of harness that awareness and you, you will be so you're setting yourself up so much better than people, than, than most of the people that don't, yeah. you know, because you already have, you know, it's like down to like your you know, you have like who you're figured out. Like as a person, me, I feel like I figured out like who I am as a person more within the past couple of years than I ever have, you know? And at the end of the day, it's like, who do I want to be as a person? Who do I want to be as an artist? It's like, I don't want those to be two different people. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be an artist. And then, 
you know, I'm, I have, I'm acting a certain way and I'm this way. And then outside I'm not this way. Yeah. I can't, I can't up my life that way. You know, like for me, like I just, I, I'm me as a person, how I am as an artist, how I am as a person is how I am in business is how I am. And it's how I am. This is how I am. And that's like, basically like, you know, like I said, the people that are with me, you know, it's all about just the right intentions, you know, making sure that like, ha- have I, ha- have I been burned a thousand percent? Has that been a learning lesson? Yes. Yeah. You know, so you, you know what to look for in the future. You know, I just, I, I tried to scam me for a beat. Like it was like two weeks ago. Like I literally, um, he messaged me on Instagram and so funny. It was the funniest shit ever. So he messaged do, me and he's like, tell. Hey, please do tell. He's, he's like, Hey, I need a, I need a, a beat. I love, I love your music. Can I buy a beat from you? And I'm like, bet. I'm like, what's your budget? Cause I'm not like, like, I just like, asked him like, what is your budget? He's like a hundred to 200 bucks. And I'm like, how's 150. <laughs> Cause like, I didn't know. Like, I was like, how's 150. So he's like, he goes, bet that works. So I sent him over, like, not even like the beats, obviously I sent him over like iPhone snippets on Instagram of like little, like 30 second snippets or like 40 second snippets where I was kind of like popping around. So you can't yeah. like take it and like, you know, I was chopping it up. So you can't like take that audio file and make it your own. And, um, fucking you know he's like okay i'm taking this one i'm taking this one oh my god i love this i'm right into it right now i'm like bet so i'm like i'm like all right when i get home i'm gonna send you like a paypal thing like a paypal business because like that's Smart. the most secure way of doing it Smart. so i'm like bet. so i sent him a paypal thing and he's like oh no i can't do that i'm in canada and i'm like what i'm like what the fuck do you mean you're in canada so i call one of my boys who's from canada and i'm like yo i'm like is paypal actually like a thing and like, not like you can't, he's like, oh yeah. He goes, that's a thick PayPal. You can't use PayPal in Canada. Like you can't like at all. And I'm like, all right, so what do you do? He goes, oh, we use this like thing called like e-transfer. It's like an e thing through the Canadian go. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? So I'm like, message him. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, do e-transfer. <laughs> no, Cause I have no idea. dog. I'm like, I don't even know what the shit is, but Hey, if I get my money for it, I get my money. If I get burned on a beat, I get burned what, on a beat. But what about cash app or Venmo or some shit? Venmo? He, yeah, well, Cash App, I can't use because someone someone basically took a large sum amount of money from me back in the day through Cash App. What? And I got it all back and I haven't blocked with all my banks. So I literally cannot use Cash App. Like, right, and I will not. Never mind. Never mind. Venmo? But Venmo, yeah. And like, yeah. Venmo I use, but like he didn't have Venmo. He's like, oh, I can't use Venmo, like blah, blah, blah. Because it's like Venmo, PayPal. It's like all the normal shit that we would use here. They can't use there because it's like an what? international transfer. That's, that's re- what? That's what? What? So he's like, he's like, oh, like I can do it through this. Like I'll send you like a picture of the check and then you basically deposit it. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, I was like, all right. I was like, yeah. and then, so, so just to test him, I was like, let me just call my bank and see if they see what they say. And he's like, nah, bro, I'm talking to my accountant right now. My accountant says it's good. And I'm like, you're accountant. I'm like, accountant? That fuck? I was like, I was like, motherfucker. Bro, guys don't have an accountant. Fucking accountant. Like, you gotta be even great to have a fucking accountant on fucking payroll. Like, I'm calling my accountant right now. I was like, you're accountant. So I called the bank anyway. And the bank was like, yeah, no, don't do that. So I was just like, I was like, yeah, the bank said they can't do that. And I was like, so if you want to send me cash or like something, like I was like, I was like, if you want to figure out a way to do that, like, let me know. And I kind of like already knew, obviously it was like a scam. A scam. And then, and then he's like, yeah, bro, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Never heard of the guy again. 
Like, you know, and it's like, bro, there's so many just like that happens so much, dog. I have so many people. And like, it's not like you, you have like the bullshit, like scam messages that are like, you see them like on your Instagram, like, oh, they are like, that's like, oh, we'll sell you a hundred followers for $1. Like, and like, and then they have a whole thread of how many followers they'll fucking sell you. I have like 75 of those in my, my pending fucking inbox. But like, then you have the ones that are like legit that are kind of like, oh, like this guy actually. And then it's like, nope, you know? And then there's like all the other labels, like sometimes smaller labels, you know, mid-sized labels hitting me up. And then I'm like, mm. oh, do I really want to like, there's a label in Ukraine that hit me up. I was like, I was like, yeah. And I was like, they were like, you want it? And it's actually like a nice size label. Like I'm, I'm going to give them credit. Like they actually do have like, you know, like, have I heard of them? No, but like they actually have traction, you know, they're, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like they're like the only one I was like considering. I'm like, maybe I should do this. But then I started shit with doing mine. They messaged me and they're like, are you working on the song? Are you working on the song? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I am. And I'm like, I send them like one of like the songs in the vault, <laughs> like right. just a random song. I'm like, what about this one? You know? And like, not, but like only like a snippet. I don't know. It's just like, I just feel like for me, I just want to keep control of my shit. I want to yeah, keep, 100%. like, I feel like, I feel like I, I, I have so many connections and I understand so much about business. It's like, why would I like entrust in you to do this for me when I have connections over here? That's like, yep. I'm sorry, but they're like better, you know, and they're going to get me way more places. And, you know, so as, as a, you know, people also have to be mindful of like the people like don't work with everybody that hits you up. You don't work with everybody that like every person, like you, you don't want to be that person that works with every person that wants to work with you or like, like every, like, no, like there's certain people that like, Hey, our genres don't mesh. I have buddies of mine. They're like, Oh, I want to sing on this. And like, as much as I love them and I love their music and I love their voice. I'm like, bro, I'm like, I don't feel like your voice fits here. I think I'm going to need a female singer on this song. Mm. Why? I need a female singer on this song. Like we'll do another song. Like I promise we'll do another yeah. song, but I need a girl song. Like I just, it, it's just the vibe of it. It's nothing against you. It's just the song, you know? And it's just, Hey, I have a vocalist. I could just throw them on and just pump, 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 pump but I want to do everything, you know, correctly. I feel like I still am pumping, even though, you know, cause it's like still being consistent, but it's not like I'm releasing a track every week or every two days or three days and being like, here you go, here you go, here you go to go back on it in the future and be like, Oh my God, there's so much I could have done. I don't know why I put this out, you know, but you're like, <laughs> this has been, this has been a very, very amazing conversation with you, bro. It always is, bro. I, I learned so much about you today, man. I, and I'm so happy to hear all these amazing updates that, you know, that's been getting yourself into fruition, man. Like, and I'm actually looking forward for the label when it gets out, man. I'm looking forward to it, man. Hopefully I get to release something with you. We'll see how that goes, man. I literally just got a text the other day and I'm like, they're like, do you want to go to EDC VIP and get and like, and stay like i'm paying for it and i'm like yeah so it's like shit starting to happen like that bro i'm like i'm like bro and i looked at I'm, it's like Jesus. it's starting to happen like you know to just be able to just kind of like go places like that you want to go to and you know it's not like i want it like bankrolled but it's like it's like if you're a person that's a that's that's in that industry and you're someone yeah. that, that other people want to learn shit from and other people want to be around you you know you're going to be in that place so it's it's you know yeah and um, I always feel like, dude, I always feel like we have great conversations. I felt like this time, I felt like the first time I was like nervous because it was honestly like my first podcast. And right. like, I feel like this time I was able to be like a lot more myself and just, 
you know, just show people kind of like just who I really am as a person. And, you know, I have, I wear multiple hats and, you know, at the same time, like just my music hat is like the one thing that like, it's just like, it's, it's my passion. It's something that I'm just, I love to do. And I think you can speak for, you know, someone that's passionate about multiple things also. Like 100% man price on it like it's just it's it's you're passionate about something you love to do it like you'll do it for yourself and show nobody you'll do it to show the world like it doesn't matter like you just want to do it and that's, um that's what i love about you man I like i feel like i'm so happy to hear that you feel very comfortable to coming back again and be much more yourself and be a, like expressing yourself and expressing your passion into the whole world man and that's what I, that's what i love to hear that's what i want in my community and my podcast like i want, I want people to feel free you know we all did that if we like if every single person like made people feel that way we'd be in a much better place as a world 100%. and as a society and yeah, dude, and that's really what it boils down to. It's like, dude, I want to make the world better for my kids and make the world better for when I like when I when I'm raising my children. And, you know, at the end of the day, like I it, it's really just comes down to and it boils down to like we all can make the world better. And yeah. if we all just, you know, and, you know, we, all, we can all also make ourselves better. And I if you, agree. you know, strive, you know, keep striving, keep working, keep doing it, you know, and it will happen. Um, yeah. And everything, you know, like I said, happens at the right time. You're in the place where you need to be, when you need to be there. And um, brother, it's always a pleasure speaking with you. I feel like, bro, you're such a good host, dude. I just got to put that out. You're such, cause like at the end of the day, dude, you're, you're literally like, you're such an easy person. I feel like, like we just talked for two hours and it felt like we've been on the phone or been like talking for, for a long, 30 bro. Yeah. It felt, bro, it feels short to me. Like, honestly, anytime I do something, it feels so short and it's like, holy shit, two hours went by. And then you'll put it out and I'll go back and re-listen. And I'm like, bro, we talked about so much Yo, stuff. It, like, you, just, you just go on rants, bro. And that's what it's, it's so real. And none of it's scripted. Like we no. didn't even have a script. Like we had no script. This was just, let's hop on and let's talk. That's and, basically, uh, that's basically my attitude towards all my podcasts is like, you know, like I just yeah. wanted to go on a ramp and just like keep going. Like I'm not, I, we're not trying to tighten ourselves into into an hour podcast and just talk everything in that one. I'm like, nah, just like get yourself comfortable, be yourself, be it. Talk about everything. Be, let's hear about it. Let's hear what's going on in our lives, you know, and, and change each other's ideas, bounce each other's ideas. You know, that's what it's all about, man. And thank you for saying that, bro, because I, that's what I'm trying to, I, I tend to do that for all of my guests, for everybody who comes over. I want that to f them feel like they're welcome. You know, that they feel special in, I, in this I podcast. feel that. I feel the welcome. I appreciate it, dog. Dude, you need anything for me, you hit me up. I'm an open book. Anything you need, you know, you always hit me up there on, you know, instead. I'll, I'll give you my cell phone number also because I don't think you have my cell. No. So, um, send, send me the yeah, digits, bro. We'll, we'll stay in touch. Absolutely. But yeah, dude, I'm, I'm blessed, dude. Blessed to every single person that listens to my music that continues to listen to my music if 100%. you don't listen to my music and you don't know where to find it basically i'm, I'm gringo with i as an exclamation point so it's gr exclamation point ngo i'm on spotify apple music soundcloud any streaming service on instagram i'm at gringo music but it is with an i on instagram it's sorry a little confusing um and um oh. you know basically you know at the end of the day just blessed to every single person that has listened to my music and my, the stuff that I create and blessed to you, bro, for having me on the podcast. And, um, dude, congratulations to you and your wife, dude. That's, that's oh, awesome. That's, that's really big news. And, um, 
that's that dude that's so amazing to hear so love is in the air as you can tell because you're married and i'm engaged now and um, i've seen 25 other people get engaged in the past like three weeks so i guess everyone's trying to get it done before the holidays and we're going to see a whole lot more then too but (laughs) yeah dude i am i'm excited for you dude I'm excited for everything of what's to come. And dude, I look forward again to, um, to, to getting together again, talking and everything and uh, much yeah. love brother. Absolutely, man. I'm looking forward to it. Send me all your digits, man. And we'll stay in touch even more frequently. Um, yeah, thousand percent. And send me over, send me over what you were talking about. The, um, Oh, oh my God. I'm, I'm going to send you the EP right oh, now. Like, Absolutely. Like, like I need that. I'm like, I need that. So oh, yeah. no, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I said it to my buddy Tremor. Shout out to you, Tremor. Where you, my G. Um, he was just like blown away about it. He says he gave me a, f- a few feedbacks to the songs, which like I really needed that. I needed somebody to like listen to the songs very deeply and give me their critiques, so that way I have a better direction to it. You know, you so. one more thing. That's literally what I was thinking. Oh, bro, I forgot to add that. I only have like a certain amount of people that I kind of like bounce ideas off of for my music, mm-hmm. and I kind of like you don't want to take in ideas from everybody because if you start taking in ideas from everybody and like, then it's like your style and what you are. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I had to add that. That's like, so I have like my set people that like, I'll be like, listen, like I, I need a critique on this song and I feel like critique. And that's so important before you release something, you need to show people that 100%. you need to test. You need to, and you have to be Play honest it. about yeah. it. You know, yep. you need to, and, and, they, and, and you need to fucking take that, in consideration and fucking take it and be like, okay. And, and, and actually realize what's being said because there's a reason that's being said, but from the right people. So Absolutely. Until next time, my brother, thank you again. Much love. God Absolutely. bless. God bless you, my brother. But guys, this is Gringo here at the Lone Wolf Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys at the next one. All right. Peace. <laughs>